Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chumbacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Survival Jobs, a podcast in collaboration with Broadway Worlds. My name is Samantha Dawn Tutsalo, and this is Jason A. Coombs. Jason! Yes. Yes, it's so cool. We're doing a re-release today, so there is no video. It's just audio, which is also very fun. Because How I'm in a full bathrobe right now. Yeah, she, yeah, she is. <laughs> we didn't get plans today, guys. Sorry. So How was your temperature excited. check? Oh, temperature check. Okay. Hi, my temperature check. Hi, my name is Smith Jitzlow. My temperature check. Um, I'm really, <laughs> really, really tired. I'm in San Francisco. Um, just a quick little trip. I'm really tired, but I'm good. I'm grateful. I'm good. I'm excited. I'm trying to like be really positive lately and like look like when I'm tired and like annoyed, I'm trying to look at the positive parts of my life, which it's all pretty positive. Um, my godmother is a Wiccan and she reads tarot cards and she yes. recently reads cards. And she literally said to me, Samantha, you have so many amazing things in your life, but you're always like wanting something different or wanting something more. So like sit in it and be grateful. So my temperature check in conclusion is trying to be grateful. Love that. It's What's important. It's important to, I've been following a lot of, I don't say it's self-help, but like just very positive, like Instagram, um, Instagram folks. And uh, that's like another thing that they say, like how to start your day with like gratitude. So I feel like I'm in a very similar boat. Well, I'm trying to anyway. I'm not I'm not succeeding 100 percent. But, you know, like waking up and just saying what you're thankful for and, you know, putting drinking water when you wake up and, and not scrolling right away, which I did this morning. But, you know, not going right to your phone as soon as you wake up and you know, planting your feet underground and getting out of bed. And like, you know, Monday I went to the gym in the morning, you know, trying to just do that kind of stuff to like start the day off right. You know, but it's a working process. I'm not, it's not, hasn't been hundred percent yet, but you know, so I was just trying to relate to what you were saying about that. I think it's important totally. to be grateful, especially in this industry when it's like, you know, it's easy to be defeated and to be hard on yourself. And, you know, when things are unpredictable. A hundred percent. And, it's what you said about waking up and immediately scrolling. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. That I do that is, too much. Yes. And I'm, I, I, I 
also in, in a point where I'm like, I can't do that. I need to wake up. I've been sleeping with Spotify white noise. It's called brown. Okay. It's not white noise. It's called brown noise with ocean waves. And Ooh, it's really relaxing. Yeah. It's really helping me like not think of a million things when I'm trying to go to bed. And when I wake up, it's like the waves are crashing still. So little things like that to really help, you know, level our brains, I, th- I think is good. Love that for you. Thanks, babe. Yeah. So last week we chatted about this movie you watched and you gave me a homework assignment. And you said, watch the movie so we can talk about it. And I want to let you know I completed the homework assignment. Good job. That movie was Luckiest Girl Alive, which has been number one on Netflix for the past few weeks. That's right. It has been. So this past weekend, I was sick in bed all weekend and I watched this movie. Luckiest Girl Alive, based on the based on the the, I guess the New York Times bestseller by I have the Wikipedia page open. I just wanted to make sure I say the person's name right. Jessica Knoll or Knoll, K-N-O-L-L. I think that's Noel. Noel. Yeah, let's say Noel. Let's say Noel. That's correct. I hope. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, yes. So I went into this film really blind. I didn't know what to expect. It's a lot. It's a it, the, the content yeah. a lot, and it and it's it's really. I I was talking to somebody else about it, and they said a lot of people are giving it reviews, saying that like they wish it had a trigger warning for women. I don't want to give any spoilers, but like for women who have gone through similar experiences, I can imagine that it's like tough to watch. Um, but I think this film is so important to to women to empower them to understand like, hey, it, 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 you're allowed to speak up and and say say your thoughts and, and express what happened to you. And not be nervous about repercussions or people not believing you or judgment or all of that. I thought the acting was yeah. great. Mila Kunis making a comeback. Yeah, just to rewind a little bit, the film does, uh, there's a sexual assault that happens. I don't think, you not shy away from that. I think it's in the preview, if not. But um, yeah, so I think what you're saying is, is valid. And I think, you know, I think it is 2022. Like, those trigger warnings need to be in there because a lot of people are, you know, sensitive to that. I think it's a responsibility of Netflix to make people aware. It also has, I mean, it's not a spoiler. It's also, there is a school shooting in it as well. And that's also another very timely topic that's, you know, there was another shooting last week at another school that like no one talked about in the media because we're just so numb to it. Not everybody is, you know, so yes, continue. Yeah. So it's like, it's like a law of, 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 major issues and incidents in one film so it's heavy um but you know at the end of the day I think ultimately I walked away from that being like women are strong and and but I thought the acting was great um those younger actors playing the younger versions of the characters that must have been so tough to film and 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 the process must have been tough so I would love to like hear what they're saying in interviews about that, especially to the the actress who plays young Mila Kunis. Like, that's probably Yikes. really tough to, to, like, tap into that and, like, have to experience that on camera. Um, but, yeah, ultimately, I thought it was a really... I thought it was a good film and really well done and tasteful the way they portrayed all of these things. 
Yeah, I agree. Sorry, um, so Ziggy. I'm so like half distracted because Ziggy's being so annoying right now. Um, he just won't let me like breathe. But I, I agree with everything you said, and I yeah, I, I thought it was worth the watch. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to speak for anyone else, but I just thought it was very very well made and a very interesting storyline. I want to read the book now too. I was like, I need to, I was gonna Amazon it, but I was like, oh, I gotta buy it from somewhere besides Amazon. I uh, I think it's an important story and and acting was phenomenal. Mila Kunis like she was she did that. She did she that. She did that. Yeah, she did do that. Um, and so my friend Carson quick. too. Oh my God! Yeah, your friend shout- Carson. We gotta Carson get Carson McCormick. As well. He played young Dean. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> he did a great job, by the way. Again, must have been tough for him too. You know, like the, the the yeah. I would love to chat with him, Jason. Call him up. One eight hundred person. And he's so he's like the sweetest person, and he always gets cast as he's like really like <laughs> you know like kind of antagonist kind of you know, tr- troubled, troubled youngsters, but he's yes. like the exact opposite. <laughs> he's yeah. such a great guy. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna try to get him on. See if yeah. he come on, he'll join us one of these days. So um, real yeah. quick, sorry. No, no, go but, ahead. You transition. So I was gonna say, you know, the reason I was, I was not the reason I was sick in bed, but I was saying I was sick in bed and this is why I watched the show. The movie, rather, but unfortunately, I missed our girl Lisa Lampanelli's cabaret that you were so lucky to be at, and I had such bad FOMO. How was yeah, it? She was fantastic, powerful storytelling in a different way. Um, I think you know Lisa talked about she she talked about on our on our on our show that you know she had failures like everyone else right and um you know one of the one of the big failures she talks about is 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 anger which was you know part of the show and it was so beautifully done and and you know i'm just so proud of her to see like how honest she was and how she was able to reflect in a way that's like truthful you know very truthful and and didn't shy away from the mistakes she's made and and the experiences she's had and i think it's a good reminder for all of us that someone like her who's an iconic legendary comedian whatever you want to call her or consider her you know she's effed up too and she's still here she's still creating and she's still doing the work to um right her wrongs you know so I will, I will say that. And to see, you know, Rob there, Rob, another one of our guests was also in the show too, singing his ass off, yeah, Robert Peter so Paul. Good. Yeah, he was fantastic as well. Um, so it was a great night. You know, her doing that at a, at a you know, gay bar in Fairfield, Trevi Lounge was so exciting. You know, it was really good, intimate, fun, high energy. You know, it was, it was a lot of fun. I'm sure she's going to do it again. So you have to go to the next one soon. So. Yeah, let's hope I'm not sick that time. Yikes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so like you said, today we're doing a re-release of our girl, Lenady Haynow. Shout out. Major news lately. She's been literally breaking the Broadway internet um, because it was announced she's going to be Andrew Lloyd Webber's new leading lady in Bad Cinderella, which, my God, is iconic. Yeah, congrats to her. Congrats That's to her. Super amazing. She is so talented and so kind. I'm so happy. She deserves everything good to come her way. And I was reading an article, and I think she's been sitting on this news in 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 secret in secret land 
for a long time. I, I think she might have known when we recorded her episode, which is also oh, wow. fun. Maybe not. I have yeah. no idea, but it seems like it's a possibility. <laughs> yeah. So, and also, I mean, a big takeaway um, is that she didn't go to school for musical theater. Y'all, she was in school for business. And here she is, the new lean lady in the Andrew Lloyd Webber original musical. So, you know, I, I don't think going to school is important, especially if, if that's something you want to do and, and the training that you want. But just because you don't doesn't mean you just because you don't have the opportunity, you don't have the money to get a formal education in that way. doesn't mean your dreams end here or there. Mm-hmm. So that was my biggest takeaway from her and something that we all should know. One thousand, one thousand, one thousand. And, and also, just so everyone knows, this was recorded legit in March or April. Yeah, so springtime. Yeah, so this is an old episode. Oldie but a goodie. An oldie but a goodie. <laughs> yes, yeah, a little throwback Thursday for y'all. Yes, yeah. a throwback Thursday. All right, guys. So, Lenady Hey Now. Is Andrew Lloyd Webber's newest leading lady and first Latina to originate a role of his? Um, number one, iconic in itself. I can't even. Facts. The lady hey now is Bad Cinderella. Some of her Broadway credits include Dear Evan Hansen, Zoe and the Alana Understudy, On Your Feet, the original Broadway cast, Rachel and the Gloria Estefan Understudy, which she's currently playing Gloria Estefan at the Paper Mill Playhouse right now through, I think, November 6th. So you guys should run, 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 run now to go see her in that. Uh, and uh, Broadway recording in the Heights film as a singer. Regional credits include Passing Through, West Side Story, Havana Music Hall, A Taste of Things to Come, In the Heights. So she played Vanessa at the Olney Theater Center. Was that with Robin? Right. Yeah, that's so funny. Education. She has a BA in business administration from University of Connecticut. Enjoy the episode, you guys. Enjoy the episode. Go see Lenady at the Paper Mill Playhouse. Yes. Hi, Lenady. Hi. Welcome to Survival Job the Podcast. Thank you for joining us before you're about to go do a two-show day. Of oh course. Gosh. Thank you. That's so of sweet course. of you. Thank you for having me. So we just want to sort of jump right in. Right now you are in Dear Evan Hansen, killing it, always going on, doing your thing. But I know you've had a journey to get to where you are. So do you have a survival job along your way that's that's uh, been your favorite or most memorable to sort of lead you to where you are now? Absolutely. So fun fact, I went to UConn, University of Connecticut. We <gasps> grew up yes. in Connecticut. Yeah, cause we you're, all did. Because you're from Hamden, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So Bridgeport. I was born in Brooklyn. Oh, Bridgeport, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was born in Brooklyn, and then at 10, um, my dad moved us out of the city, you know? He didn't want to raise us um, there. And so we moved to Hamden, and then, you know, I lived there until after college. So I went to UConn, and I studied business. So I didn't go to school for theater. I just did theater in high school, um, in my community. I auditioned for the top schools at that time that like people told me, let me just, let me just make sure. Oh, I'm negative. Thank the Lord. I can go to work. <laughs> Yay. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> no, but that's so, the rest real, right? That you have to get tested yeah, before the show. That's we test every single day. So now yes. we've transitioned to at home tests. So our show provides us with, um, test for the week. So every Sunday we have to pick up our, you know, 
little inventory of tests <laughs> and you know we get to test at home which is nice we also still yeah, are able to nice. test at the um, uh we use mobile health we'll, we're still able to test there which is great in case you know i have to go into the city super early and i forget to test here i can always go there but it's nice to yeah. do it you know in your home um oh, but yeah yeah <laughs> um so yeah so i went to yukon i studied business I had auditioned for, again, the top schools that people told me to audition for. And I was like, okay, if I don't get in, then it's not meant to be. I'm not good enough. And whoop-de-doo, I did not get in. I got into a lot of the business schools. Whoop-de-doo. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I, again, I went to UConn. I still did theater in my community. I still, you know, sang and everything because I started singing when I was little in church. And so... um then all of a sudden I graduated college. I got my first like real post-collegiate job at a bank. I worked at a private Lebanese bank in Audi Bank. And 11 months in, I saw an open call for On Your Feet, the developmental lab. I was like, what is On Your Feet? What's a developmental lab? And I looked and it was, you know, creating the show and about Gloria Stefan. I was like, uh, okay, I don't have to pretend to be anybody else. You know, yeah. they're, they're looking for Latinx artists. I was like, let me just go in there and be me. I grew yes. up listening to her music. Let me just try. And with just high school theater experience, I um, booked it. I was hired to be uh, for my own track, my own ensemble track to originate and understudy in Gloria. And wow. so I left my bank job and they were and are amazing because uh, we did the out of town in Chicago and I had six weeks off in the summer before our Broadway transfer. And like, why wouldn't I live my life for six weeks? What did I know? I've never been without a job. I didn't know that like in this industry, you can be without a job for a few weeks, a few months, you know, jumping from job to job. So I went back to the bank and they <laughs> hired me. They were like, we don't care how, you know, however many weeks you can work, like come yeah. back. I went back to the bank and then I went back to Broadway. And then during the pandemic, I get a phone call from a number I reckon, like it was like a 212 number. I was like, okay, maybe my agents are like from the city, like something's going on. And it was my old boss and he from the bank. And he was oh, like, wow. hey, like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> happening right now. And then I don't like, know. And then he was like, how would you like to work for us virtually? Like, and I was like, um, thank you. Like, this is amazing. It was meant to be. So throughout the pandemic, I worked from home uh, for the bank that like helped, you know, make my dreams come true because they were supportive from day one. And you know, thankfully they say that door is always open, so I can always go back and do that. But um, that's amazing to have that support. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I'm very wow. grateful for that. That is Let's, that was my survival job. <laughs> <laughs> do you can we flip it? Do you have like one that you've had that you like hated or like brought you like I don't know brought you like the opposite of joy, whatever that is. <laughs> I mean, I guess in high school I worked at Subway. Because oh, baby, eat fresh. <laughs> Jason, we're always there. Yes. <laughs> so my friend from high school, her parents owned like seven, I think, around Connecticut or, you know, in the Hamden, New Haven area. And um, she got a bunch of her friends jobs. And so I was good. Let me tell you, I worked across Quinnipiac University. I was serving all those athletes, their sandwiches, boom, 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 the basketball <laughs> team, the hockey team, the soccer team. And I was there by myself a lot of times making those sandwiches. Um, honestly, I didn't hate it, but... You know, being a 16, 17 year old girl by herself closing a store, like, I don't know. What? I just, yeah, certain times, like, I didn't, 
not that I felt unsafe in Hamden, but just, you know, if you think about being a young, vulnerable girl, closing a store by herself and pitch black. And, you know, if you go to Quinnipiac and Hamden, those, yeah. yeah, those roads, there's like barely any lights on the road. Like, it's just like a road. And so it's kind of scary at night, you know? And just I obviously certain that. customers, yeah, certain customers, you know, with being rude and stuff like that. But overall, it was a great experience. But, you know, any any service industry, you're going to get those, you know, oh, for those sure. people. What's in those Subway chocolate chip cookies? They're oh so good. Oh, my God. They're so good. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. Hey, <laughs> I... I used to have, um, I'm so embarrassed. I used to have like so many a day and the white chocolate mm. macadamia nut. Ooh. Oh my Forget God. Forget about it. Forget about <laughs> it. I used to love a like hot Subway tuna with cheddar cheese and lettuce in yep. high school. That was my go-to. And now yep. I'm like, yikes. I know. <laughs> tuna at Subway. Yikes. Same. And the what? specific subway smell, that too, I kind of hated. Like, um, if I would go meet up with my friends after or go to a family thing, they're like, oh, you were at work. I'm like, yes, I know. I smell like subway. Stop. That's <laughs> so true. I kind of like the way subway smells. <laughs> oh, no. Me too. Now it's nostalgic. <laughs> but like, oh, my God. Before, it's like I couldn't escape. Oh I used to work God. at Starbucks, and it would be the same thing. I would smell like I would have that oh, Starbucks, Starbucks smell. Good. <laughs> yeah, but not when you've been working and you try to go somewhere with your friends or go over your family. They're like, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> Jason and I used to work in a, a Tex-Mex restaurant. And Jason, I don't know about you, but like we used to, I used to leave there and smell like fajitas. Just like the yeah. fajitas. The, from the, yep, yep. Yeah, for days, though. I felt like yep. I, still, I still feel like I kind of smell like those god dang fajitas. <laughs> I'm so dead. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so you you were the understudy, right, for the Gloria Stefan track in On yeah. Your Feet? Oh, my gosh. How wonderful. So as an actor, and I know everybody's preparation is different, but how did you prepare for to play someone as iconic and legendary as Gloria Stefan? Honestly, I just learned from everyone around me. That was my first, like, not only was that my Broadway debut, that was my professional theater debut. I only what? knew theater from high school and from Can my you community. Believe that that's like, like fate. Sorry to jump in, but that is no. like fate in the universe bringing you right to where you need yeah. to be. Yes, girl. I I'm so grateful for the people that uplifted me. Like I literally used to cry every single day in rehearsal because I could not believe it. I could not believe that I was there among people that I respected so much too. That I saw from in the heights and like. I, I just, I was like, this is, this is a mistake. Like, I don't know why I'm here. I, I can't believe I'm here. And I learned how to bevel. Like Sergio Trujillo, our choreographer, taught me how to bevel. I was like, what is a bevel? And he's like, lady, get over here. And he put my <laughs> What is a bevel? Like, I literally learned everything in that show. And so my preparation was honestly like different every day, just learning. I didn't know what to do. I just, you know, they said, throw your arms eight times a week. I threw my arm as hard as I could. Now I hate for it. But what did I know? You know what I mean? I jumped as yeah. high as I could. I, I just, you know, I just gave it my all because I literally could not believe that this was my reality, that like li my literal dream came true. And, you know, imposter syndrome was huge. I was like, I didn't even go to school for this. I, I can't believe I'm here. Like, I don't have any experience, you know, but everyone was so kind and like, you know, I, it was just all meant to be. And so my preparation literally was just like, and, and being thankful, you know, and just living my absolute dream on stage and, and you know, never taking that for granted. I love that. That's love so that. beautiful. I know chills. And your family got to come and see you like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. I also, think I paid off so my student loans from UConn. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
We went to West Glen, by the way. Your sister, like, stepchild school, Jason and I. Um, I also think that's such a beautiful message to our listeners who are, like, artists, you know, trying to do the thing. Like, that's all it takes is the one open call. Like, that one moment, that one audition to really, you know, change your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that you live on Long Island, right? And by the way, that's a new thing I learned saying live on Long Island. Oh, I still in. say in. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I don't like saying on. I'm like, no, I'm in Long Island. <laughs> You're like, I am in the island, girl. Um, how are you how are you doing like juggling eight shows a week that commute, finding time for yourself? I feel like the older we get, finding time for ourselves is like a survival job sort of in itself. Absolutely. So how how are you juggling like the commute and the show? And like, also to add another layer to this question, when do you find out like when you're going on? Cause you are standing by or understudying. Yeah. So we're... Tell us a little bit about that. Oh yeah. So with that, I typically find out day of, I honestly, in this show, wow. I have yet to find out earlier than 24 hours like we've had you know an inkling like oh this person might call out tomorrow but never you know it's definitively it's always been day of a few hours you know sometimes right at half hour um so that anxiety I just got like half an hour before uh, oh my god (laughs) well thankfully honestly with this show it's not as like I'm not nervous anymore, really, when I go on, only if it's been a while, obviously, because those jitters of like, oh, my gosh, I haven't done this in a while. But this show is so different in a way you have to be more grounded. It's, you know, heavy material. And I just, again, just feel so much gratitude when I do get to go on. Whereas with the track of Gloria, that's like, that's like the Evan track, you are on stage literally all of the show but one or two songs where like you have to run to the bathroom that's your bathroom break you have to like do a quick change you know what I mean so that every single time was like just the adrenaline and and the anxiety um finding time for myself is also a work in progress I that honestly is something that I've been trying to work on because I find myself in the same routine every single day and it's like I need to find even if it's five minutes for myself, because on top of all of that, the commute, um, thankfully, I really like my commute on on the Long Island Railroad. It's 50 minutes, just under an hour. And when I lived in Brooklyn, yeah, when I lived in Brooklyn, I would have to take two subways, you know, it would take me the Mm -hmm. same exact time. Train traffic. Exactly. And so on the train, yeah, I can, if I have an audition, I'll work on that. Or I just listen to music or just take a nap, honestly. But, um, Finding time for myself has been difficult because I'm also newly married and there's that. Yeah, congrats. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. And then to add to that whammy. um, Whammy. I have two two stepkids that we care for 100%. So, you know, I am a stepmom and like that has its challenges too. And like, you know, not to get too into it, but like, obviously being a step parent or parent is difficult enough but also you know stepping into the role of an absent parent like that's a whole like uh yeah it's a lot so honestly I am just so grateful for the arts to be able to let go every time I go on stage to let go of so much and in this show thank god because there's a lot of crying so <laughs> I bring a lot of Lenady to that to like release for myself. And so oh I think gosh. sometimes, yeah, sometimes I find that that is a way that I make time for myself, if that makes any sense, because I'm just 
I get to be a little bit me, I get to be my character and I get to just let it all out, you know? So it's, it's a work in progress. I'm really trying for me because I need it to find something. Mm. The weather, the weather being better is obviously a lot more motivating. Oh I live, gosh. Come by anytime. I live in Long Beach, right by the boardwalk. Oh, oh I will. yeah. I yeah. love Long Beach. Don't joke. Yeah. I will be there, girl. Honestly, I like, know. the beach is right here. So the weather is, uh, you know, very motivating and inspiring. Like I mm. want to get outside and take a walk, ride my bike on the boardwalk. Um, so I know that once the weather gets better, I'll feel more compelled and like motivated to make time for myself. Where now it's like, I, I just have so much going on that I feel like I put that behind. For sure. By the way, I can barely like take care of myself with just like a couple of jobs and like a couple of <laughs> things. You are doing Broadway, a commute, a stepmother, you have <sighs> a husband, like snaps like that's admirable good yeah. for you Thank keep you. it going that hustle and, Ugh, and it's that hard balance. for sure I even like last, I, said, I can't even take care of myself <laughs> like what? me too barely no even last <laughs> Sunday like last Sunday I was like ah I, we woke up at seven because it was their first lacrosse games we had to go to their lacrosse game and sit there in the cold and I'm like okay I gotta go to my two show oh no it was the lacrosse game and then baseball tryout. So we brought them to both. Then I was like, okay, oh, got to go to my two-show day. And by the end of it, I was like. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Props, Props to all the moms out there because I don't know. Seriously. I, I don't know how. Oh, I love that. Um, I love that you're like a super mom. You're like a superhero out there just killing it. Huh. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> can you talk about your audition process for Dear Evan Hansen? Like, what was that like? Um, yeah. Yeah, please. Oh, my gosh. So that dates back to maybe 2018. I auditioned for the show. Um, and obviously, it was scary. You know what I mean? I was. I still felt pretty fresh in the game. Thankfully, I was in on your feet. I had actually, no, this was maybe 2017. I don't remember. But um, yeah, yeah, all blur. Yeah, yeah, time doesn't exactly. count anymore. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, I made it to the finals. And, you know, obviously being able to sing in front of Michael Greif, I was like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, Hasek and Paul and Alex Lacamoire. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. Um, and then I didn't hear anything. And then fast forward to 2019. And I got another audition and that one went pretty fast. Um, and it's because they were looking for a, um, excuse me, a replacement on Broadway or vacation swing on tour. And so I booked that right away. And thankfully I kind of brought what I had remembered from my first callback into that. And I felt a lot more comfortable, but it was also still very nerve wracking. Like I, I, you know, I still get very nervous. Imposter syndrome is still there, you know? Um, and I was a lot younger. So I then um, went on tour with the show twice as a vacation swing. And then can you, I... Can you just, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but can you describe what a vacation swing is yes. really quickly? Thank so you. a vacation swing is you are there. So I cover both tracks, Alana and Zoe. So my job mm -hmm. was to go there to cover someone's vacation. So someone was going oh, away. Sense. So, so mm -hmm. you need to bring someone in to cover them. I also was covering the... Um, uh turnover from casts so year one was leaving and year two was starting so i was there to kind of learn that and cover all of that and then someone took vacation again so i went in again to cover um and i literally left so when did when did the shutdown happen march something 2020 it was a thursday march 12th yeah <laughs> there we go it was Girl, a thursday literally my contract with the show had ended that sunday before what 
Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday, wow. Sunday, four days wow. before. And I was about to do um, Next to Normal at Westport Country Playhouse, which is happening <gasps> right now. I know yeah. I, I have to go try to see that. Um, what, I was about to start. <laughs> I know. I was supposed to do that. And that was supposed to start like the week after or something like that. And then the shutdown hit. I was like, oh, my God. And so then fast forward to, you know, re everything reopening now um, in 2021. And I got a call. I got a direct offer for Broadway because I had told them because of my family situation, I just, you know, right now is not a good time for me to go away. I want to stay in New York. I want to be here. And thankfully, the opportunity arose and I got to be on Broadway again. And it's crazy because On Your Feet is on mm -hmm. 45th Street. Literally, like, pretend this is the side of the street. This is the Marriott Marquis. This is the Year of Enhancing the Music Box. Like, I, wow. five years later, six, seven years later, yeah. am on the same block, a theater over my second Broadway show. And I was Life like, wow, this is, is meant to crazy. be. No, yeah. I'm telling you. And, and I feel like as we're getting older, these, like, moments in life where I'm like, <clears throat> oh, oh, what are you trying to do to be universe? Yeah. yeah. Life, what are you trying to say? Absolutely. Girl, I see you. I see you. Yeah. yeah. So I guess wow. as a Latin Latina woman working in Broadway, do you have any, I guess, I, I hate to be so like, like stereotype the question, but like, do you have any advice or like ways you think Broadway could be more inclusive to, to, to women, to Latina women, people of color in general? Absolutely. Just give them the opportunity, give them the opportunity to show that, you know, we are more than capable and we can bring a character to life, you know, in a way that everybody can, everybody can do it. It doesn't matter what you look like, what color you are. Um, just, you know, making sure that we all get the equal opportunity. Um, as a Latina on Broadway, I just, I continue to just stay true to myself, to honor uh, my heritage, um, to always amplify, try to amplify those voices. Um, and so being in Dear Evan Hansen, again, was imposter syndrome for me. I came <laughs> from being an on your feet, a full Latino cast, except for one right. actor, because he was supposed to be non-Latino. And, you know, going into this show where, you know, I was very intimidated. I was like, I, I don't, I don't know if I can do this, where it's like, why am I even thinking that way, you know? Yeah. And so I felt a huge sense of responsibility and gratitude and honor too, to be ha having, you know, to have been given that opportunity. Um, and I just hope that other people can, or even creatives and casting directors can see that like, you know, if you give that opportunity, you can see so, just so many beautiful things because everybody's gonna bring their own life experience to every single role. For example, will I ever play Mary Poppins? Probably not. And that's also because that's just not who I am. But that doesn't mean I don't want to try or don't give me that opportunity. Facts, facts. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, just mm -hmm. let everybody try and you'll be surprised. You never, never know. Um, and also, you know, writing, writing more shows about people of color's experience and just, you know, where they can just have a platform. I don't know. Just it, it no, all starts with the writing too. Like I wish I, I can't even write a poem barely. So I, <laughs> I wish. I, me either, girl. No, me you can't. No worry. I try. I try. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I remember. I remember. Um, you know, people used to, used to always say like, "You got to do colorblind casting." And then I was reading something. I was like, 
colorblind class thing is not the way like you need to write specifically for marginalized groups like write mm. a, a latino role like write a, a muslim oh. female role right and after like you have to do that kind of stuff and make sure that those roles are there Absolutely. so I try, I try to think about that when i write too like i'm gonna make you know this oh character. you right yeah oh, he's saw, great. You know, <laughs> thank you <laughs> jason's a boss Yes. Y'all are bosses. Y'all are Connecticut bosses. represent. That's yes. okay. All us. I feel like that's been happening a lot lately on our on our show. On our show, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Lenady, um, I do love though how you're always shouting out like representation. I see you on Instagram, like when when like understudies are on, you're like representing tonight. Like yes. you, Evan. So so thank you for using your voice and like shouting it out and doing the thing. Always. You know? Always. Um, so we're going to wrap this up with one more question and then play a really fun game. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is a fun question tying it all back into survival jobs. If you had to go work your least favorite survival job for the next 10 years, which would be like your subway job for the next 10 years, right? Oh. Eating those cookies, coming out smelling like subway, to then transition to your like dream artistic life whatever that means to you and if you'd like to share that we would love to hear like what your ultimate like dream artistic life looks like would you do it so would you go work at subway for the next 10 years to come out to your dream life oh gosh i know that's um, just a heavy question it's hard right <laughs> I, know. I know it's fun <laughs> i it's fun. i don't know a part of me is like yes but then a part of me is like, why? You know what I mean? For 10 years, you know, I can do so many other things that can fulfill me artistically, even if it's not performing, if it's like, you know, teaching kids, like going to a school and, you know, teaching a dance or teaching about theater and singing or traveling the world and, you know, seeing arts, you know, expressed in different cultures and languages and in ways. So I think no, because I wouldn't want to waste that time working for like an end goal when that end goal may or may not happen, whether or not I have that survival job, you know, yeah. money will always be made however you need to. And, but YOLO, you only get one life, you know? And so, yes. you know, you have to, you have to kind of like, you know, just use that time in a way that you're going to be happy with. I don't think I'd be happy, you know, yes, 10 years to go, nine years to go, eight years to go, you know, right. to then know yeah. that there's this end yeah. goal right here. Um, I'd rather use that time to just fulfill me in a different way. And whether that goal happens or not, at least I did something that made me happy. Preach. I love that answer. Thanks. That was so yeah. beautifully put. Do, do you mind sharing what your like ultimate dream artistic Oh God. life is if you have it if you have that in your head are you just riding the waves I just yeah I mean I have to I have to try to get out of this and my imposter syndrome to remind myself that you know I deserve to be here even though I didn't go to school for this and you know didn't do this and that and this that I'm here for a reason and a part of me always for example, during the pandemic, I, I really told myself, I was like, that's it. Like, I'm going to make a career change. I'm going to stick with banking. This is, you know, steady income. It's a more right. 
um, you know, secure job for my family and for me. And I was begin beginning to, you know, be content with that because I knew that I could grow in the company, like, and I had missed doing a job that like made me think and like, you know, in a different way. Um, but then the second that I got that call, it was just so clear. And I just, I, I, I've always told myself like this, this will and can go away like this. And I was blessed and was shot out of a cannon and I want to ride this wave as long as I can. Um, and I guess that's what it is. I think just, I just pray that I continue to have the opportunity to live my dream and like, you know, use my voice to express and, 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 you know, make people feel something. And I just hope I always get the opportunity to do that. Honestly, like I don't have like a, I'm going to be this, or I want to be this great. I hope that happens. I'll be really cool. But I just, I just pray that I, I am, I continue to be able to use my voice for the arts. Amazing. And, yeah. That's so nice. Day by day, mm -hmm. you know, exactly. exactly. Day by day. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing this time yeah. with us. I know we are like rushing to get you to your two show day, which by the way, you're such a queen for doing this before you're about to go do of two course. shows. So we are of obsessed. Course. Let's have um, some so fun. <laughs> yeah. Let's have a quick fun game. So we always end the, the show with the game just to bring it back to like laughs and fun times. So we thought for you, we would play a game called fill in the lyric, which we're going to read you lines from songs of shows that you've been in oh my God. and let's see if you can fill in the the missing lyric wait that reminds me really quick so i might open call up on your feet at the end of the audition there were like there were reporters there because i guess they were you know um recording the experience of the open call and blah 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 so casting <laughs> stops me they were like oh before you leave can you do an interview this does not mean you're gonna get a call back but you know they want to all like oh god and so the woman was talking to me, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, okay, we're going to play a fun game. You're going to fill in the blank or just tell me the first word that comes to your mind. Oh, no. When I say word, and I was like, okay. So she was like, Miami, Sound Machine, Gloria, Estefan. And then she was like, she said a bunch of stuff. And she was like, 1990. I was like, the year before I was born. She was like, oh, that's the year Gloria got in her accident. I was like, oh, oh I should have done, done my research. So that was <laughs> like major. I was like. I was like literally the year before I was born, and she was like, <laughs> "I was like, wow, I just, I just, I'm done." Like, like also, that's a cringy. That's like a I cringy know. like question to ask. Exactly. What? Like, like, I was like, keep well, it positive and light, girlfriend. Why we gotta talk about the bad stuff? And also, huh? I was like, wow, like if I'm auditioning to play a living person, or even if they weren't, like I should have done my research. So. <laughs> but you know, sometimes you don't have to. Live and learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly still works out. Live and learn. Uh, Jason, you want to take the first one? Sure. Um, and we're just going to read it. We're not going to sing it. So we're just okay. going to read it. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to make it really hard for you. Okay. Give the Barrio computers with wireless web browsing. Your kids are living without a good blank. Give the Barrio computers with web browsing. What's the, what's the next lyric you said? Your kids are living without a good education. Change yes. Education. Yes. Yes. Robert, I love you. <laughs> Yes, this is how I first met Lenady. It's killing it in in the heights. Yes. Okay, great job. Number two. It's a fill in the lyric. It's a maze. I tried to steer through it a million ways. It's a puzzle. It's a maze. I yes. tried to steer through it a million ways. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait. Dream. Shout out. Does Actually, anyone have a map? 
Yep. Mm-hmm. And honestly, goals, like I, I threw it out there. I manifested it to the producer too. She was like, from your mouth to God's ears. I was like, call me in 15 years. I want to play Heidi and Dear Evan Hansen. So, Hello. So I'm already Heidi go. right now. <laughs> You're like, I know the track. I'm ready. <laughs> Put me on. So, yep. Lenady, two that. for two. Yes. Right? I'm scared. Okay. Don't you ever think that I don't blank you that for one minute I blank you? What? Wait, do that again? Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I, I think I said it weird. Don't no, you ever you did it think. Right. Okay. Don't you ever think that I don't blank you that for one minute I blank you? Don't you ever think that for one blank? Don't you ever think that? <laughs> don't you ever think that I don't blank? Don't you ever think that I don't love you? I don't know. Wait, uh-huh, okay, yes, yes. Oh. Okay. Don't you ever think I don't love you for that one minute I blank you? For that one minute I, I hate you? I don't know. Mm. What is this? Wait, what's the show? What? Tell me the show. On your feet. <laughs> don't you ever think? Oh my God! Wait. Don't you ever think that I don't love you? Um. <laughs> that for one minute, I. For one for... Minute, minute, I forgot you. Yes. yes! Oh my God. Like, ding, it's ding. weird to hear it like spoken, <laughs> oh right? You're like, gosh. wait, I don't even know what this is from. Okay, it's <laughs> killing it. Gosh. You're killing it. Okay, ready? Next one. They didn't want to have me, but somehow I was had. Leaping blank. That's why I'm so bad. Say that again. <laughs> this one was, I swear. <laughs> I know, this is funny. <laughs> they didn't want to have me, but somehow I was had. Leaping blank. That's why I'm so bad. Leaping blank. That's why I'm so bad. They didn't want to have me. Golly something. Leaping. Leaping blank. Leaping Mary. I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah, I, uh-uh. She's like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> She's like, the girls were just backstage chilling at that point. <laughs> I know, that's why we threw that one in there, because I was like, that might, that might be a good one. Oh my okay. God. I'm still dying about anything for you. I cannot believe that. <laughs> you got All it, right. though. You yeah. got it. You're going to get the next one, because it's fresh okay. in your mind. This is the last one, then there's a bonus, so. Okay. Okay. What do you do when your dreams come true? I spent my life blank dreams from you. What do you do when your dreams come true? Abuela Claudia, girl. Life, I spent my life blank dreams from you. What do dreams come true? What's the lyric again after that? I've spent my life blank dreams from you. Or blanking dreams from you. Maybe that'll be Yeah, helpful. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, Anna, one more time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, I spent my Don't life. Be sorry, it's a game. I spent my life blanking dreams from you. In here, <laughs> in here, I don't know. Um, Inheriting. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's that's paciente fair, right? Yes, girl. Mm-hmm. Abuela Claudia. Yeah. Mm. We love right. it. Okay. And the <laughs> bonus will redeem it all. And I think you'll definitely get the bonus. Are you ready? I'm yes. No, I think I think you're gonna get it. 
the bonus is I feel pretty and witty and Right. or gay <laughs> yes exactly it could have been either that was yep. a trick question but gay 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 and because you yes. know why we're gonna say gay loud and proud yes you know what you got the bonus so we're gonna go ahead and see you got a hundred oh love that <laughs> that was fun that was fun that was You're fun like, wait what is that this was. song that is so <laughs> tricky it's, 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 it's so crazy out of context like that yes mm -hmm. Oh, oh my god, this was so fun. Thank yes. you so much for having me. Tell I us where we stay can... longer. No, I it's know. okay. You gotta come back one day. That's the only yeah, thing. Yeah, we'll do a sequel <laughs> and we'll spend some more time and like get in there when yes. we have more time. Yeah. Can you tell us where we can follow you and, and support you and see your Absolutely. work? And... Um sorry, Sam, I cut you off. <laughs> oh, but I always cut you off, so it's equal. It's, it's fun. Fine. You can follow me on Insta at Lenady Twitter. I don't really do much Twitter, but um, <laughs> I guess just Insta. I should get a website, but um, <laughs> one day we've we've been saying we've been saying we need a website for a year for this podcast. Honestly, well, Instagram is everybody's new website. To be honest, uh, like, that's what people is. look at. That actually so. is. It's true. And thank you so much. And if you're tuning in because you're a Lenady fan and you don't follow us, you can follow us at Survival Jobs Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Send us an email at survivaljobspod at gmail.com. Check out Jason's Instagram at Jason A. Jason Coombs. A. Coombs. Yep. And you can follow me at Sammy Toots. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Lenady. Have the an best. amazing you. show day. You literally are the best. We love, love you. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Adios. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.